All right. Tonight, we are coming live from the Outer Banks in three, two, one. Hello, everyone, and thanks for tuning in to episode 172 of the Guardian Up podcast, where we talk destiny, interview sin from the road, and talk about our love of the game. Uh, how's everyone doing tonight? We have Kingsley and Dez in studio, and Sin on the road. From the road, live with um, Kill Devil Rum and some moonshine and two bags of ice that just walked in the door by a sister-in-law. Uh, other than that, I have sandy feet and quite magical tonight and full of cigar smoke. And what a vacation this is where Sin is more active in the community and podcasting and everything than normally when he's home. <laughs> hey, real life takes a priority when I'm home, and that's usually work, home, gaming, and all other aspects. Now I have the time I can actually spend uh, with shenanigans with the Discord. I suppose, but then what's going to happen next week? Back to not much of sin during the day? Probably. Sources say yes on this one. Mm, okay. And uh, I'm sure we've had the normal amount of tests in the Discord. How you, have you been, man? Uh, I was good up until like five minutes ago, and then my allergies, allergies decided to try and kill me. Oh, but, uh, <laughs> uh <laughs> why you muted maybe. <laughs> yeah. I was hacking up a lung over here. Um, but yeah, no, otherwise I'm fine. Yeah. It's just, Ooh, Oh boy. All right. Well, it's they decide okay. to hit we... more than decide to hit. <laughs> yeah. You know, don't worry. Don't worry. We, uh, we don't care about allergies or coughing or whatever on this podcast. <laughs> If it happens, it happens. Of course, you know, mute. We you always try to mute. Highly edited. Unedited yeah. and unstructured. Yeah, I, I guess. We're doing it wrong. We, are you saying we, you want us to cough all the time, Sin, and you have to cut out every single one? That's a no, dog. Yeah, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's good advice, Drafty. Thank you. I mean, just, uh, yeah. You can hack up one lung, but just don't hack up both. Spare. Spare. Good point. Shout Definitely out to Drafty fair. in the chat and a few other people we have live listening live. Again, if you want to join us, typically we record Thursday nights around 9 p.m. Eastern. And uh, that would be 6 p.m. Pacific. I'm surprised you didn't pull out the uh, Eastern God's time, as Gator would like to put it. And 8 p.m. Central. Just covering all the bases. Between the math, so you don't have to, unless you live in the UK, and we apologize. True, yeah. <laughs> I think we've had uh, people listen in from other areas. Oh, we for sure have. We've had Helios at times, and uh, Mojafo, and uh, 
Shout out to everyone yeah. who listens in live. Of our abroad mm-hmm. fan base. Yes. All right. Well, we have some interesting things to talk about, and we have some business. So I just wanted to start there first. First item of business, we have a couple new ambassadors slash mods that are part of the Guardian Hub Discord. Shout out to Cato. Cato's been around forever, and uh, he is a newly minted ambassador in the Guardian Hub. And shout out to RNG Gator. He's our, I guess you'd say, honorary uh, community member, but he very happily joined as an ambassador when I asked him the other day. So shout out to RNG Gator also. Yeah, GG's guys. Welcome aboard. Can, mm-hmm. can I uh, can I ask somebody in the community, maybe Nalsey, if he listens to this, to draw a picture of Cato with his big old hands, put a cowboy hat on him, smoking a Marlboro Black, and with a little sheriff icon, like on a shirt or something, like a little caricature? That would be cool. Yeah, I suppose. Because he, he's, he's an ambassador, so now he's kind of like a sheriff or something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Did you hear that? Do you do you want say you can say you don't agree to that? <laughs> we we called out the new ambassadors. Congrats, Cato and RNG Gator. So I forget when you hopped in live, so but anyways. Uh so that's one item of business. And then another item of business. We have something coming up in the month of August, and we will write out details in the Discord too, but we can just give you a very uh, TLDR of what's happening. Uh, Des, as much as you want to explain, I pass it over to you. Fantastic. Yes, as teased last week, we have a thing going on. Why does it remind me of a song? Um, in here. So, we want like two things from people, right? Yeah. Yeah, we want like two things from people. We want a couple we, things we, from we're people. We're very needy. <laughs> we are needy right now. Um, let's see if I can find it, because I know I dropped a... You know what? Screw it. It can't be... Yes, we are collected and professional. Just uh, making sure everyone knows that. Hey, I like rolling on the fly. So, exactly. All right. So, step one. This is like uh, the, the this step is is potentially like a, we'll call it a quantity over quality, right? Uh, you can toss lore questions at us, you know, as you do. Um, you can just you know toss a bunch of lore questions at us, and that's going to be like drawing number one. And like I said, it's going to be kind of like a raffle. If I get the gist. Of everything, all of that, right? Uh, more and more questions you get, the chances you got. And this is for uh, when, right? Uh, August? Yeah, let's just say the whole month of we'll August. Say August. That sounds good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll, say, yeah, we'll say August. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sounds good. Um, but then there's another side, right? Right, right? There's a different side, like a whole different side. It's, it's like a coin, right? Um, you got to love the way I like explain things on the fly. Great. Uh, just remember, <laughs> um, um is one of my filler words. All right. Um, just don't mind that. <laughs> but either way, uh, second phase is essentially 
where do you hope to see this story going, right? Like, yeah. what are the beats you like want to see? And I'm thinking, I'm thinking personally for this one, which I think would be foremost interesting, is basically like the story lead in to the next expansion, right? Like, what's going to lead us into? Oh God, what is Lightfall? That's coming next. That's right. Yeah, which we yeah Lightfall. So I guess uh, we may we may know a little bit on August twenty third. So get those in before, or or I mean, you can still say stuff, right? But stuff yeah. that they're not showing us obviously would give you yeah. better chances of winning. Yeah, which I'm getting That's... ahead of yourself of how you'll grade that one. <laughs> No, no, you're good. You're good. Because that's one reason I want to go into like leading into Lightfall. <clears throat> because, yeah, we're going to find out some stuff. Like, we might potentially find out like the general idea of Lightfall. But the one thing they aren't going to tell us is how we are going to be led into Lightfall. They're not going to spoil like two seasons worth of story to get us there. So I feel like that's a safe buffer area for like uh, story hopes and. Uh, story lead-ins, essentially, and what you would like to see. Because, uh, again, we're not going to get, like, the full picture. And even if you do, I mean, again, that's that's kind of like a wide area. You know? So, yeah. yeah I feel like I that's it. the safest. I feel like that's the safest bet. So, yeah. yeah. Excellent. So, those entries are quality over quantity. You know, I still haven't really come up with a decent judging method. Uh, I may not even have a planned judging method. Um, but apparently, you're all going to be uh, the victim of my whims on this one. So, yeah. uh, Sam yeah. and I do not have any say on any of this. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. So, yeah, interesting story tracks are going to be going through me. And I will be judging them. I may, I may not even come up with a distinct like judging what I'm judging for. I just might find the most interesting. Who knows? Can you? Uh, be it's bribed? not going to be right. <laughs> no, 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 I'm not, no, 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 no. I won't be bribed. Uh, I will be as impartial as I can, um, and judging, of course, things uh, by the quality of the submission itself, rather than the individual. So no favoritism. But yeah. So yes, uh, one entry, which is your lore questions. Again, quantity over quality. Shoot them in. Get some raffles in. Get a thing. Try your luck. Do it. Like roulette. Um, and then number two, quality. We want some good stuff. We want some Thanks. good stuff. Thanks for your input, Sin. <laughs> but yeah, and... We will be, we're not uh, sure of the amount yet, but we, there will be two prizes awarded out, one for each that Des mentioned. And thanks to Patreon supporters, we have some money to give away, probably in the form of Amazon gift cards. And that information will be out later. But again, two different awards. You could potentially win both if you were lucky with the first one and had a really good idea for the second. But get in those entries, like Des said, especially for lore questions. Indeed. Well, that sounds fun. Yeah, we'll get that. We'll get something yeah. right up in the Discord. Uh, now you know, on, for whoever listens to the podcast, 
Oh, and where, where should they, for now, unless you hear otherwise, let's get them in what? The Lore Channel? Obviously. Right? Um, Lore Talk? Yes, for sure. Uh, Lore Talk is, it's it's a peaky channel, you know, it can, it can hit some highs, but it mostly has some lows, so that's a channel we can hijack for this entire extravaganza, some might say. Um, so yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, get, like, everything in there. Um, we could probably come up with some kind of funny tag or something. Yeah, to make sure people know what they're entering for, right? <laughs> but we'll figure it right. out. Yeah. But yeah, so yeah, that's our thing, and it's happening, and it's a thing that we want you to participate in for fun. Oh God, another channel, Cato. I mean, maybe, but. <laughs> We'll no, see. Kato, stop it. Who do you think we are, GDC? <laughs> we can use tags, and we can use differentiations in a single channel. We make another <laughs> channel. <laughs> right? Yeah, like create a know. specific like hashtag or something or whatever, something I can like search in the search tool, and boom, there's your questions. Again, yeah, exactly. we aren't... We aren't other people. We know how to use this technology. Mm. <laughs> well, most of the time. <laughs> Sometimes Discord is weird. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, it's fair, 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 fair. fair. <laughs> uh, my shots are done now. Probably, maybe. <laughs> Who knows? Um, might have some more in me later. Who knows? Yeah, yeah. So uh, while we're at it, let's just remind everyone, uh, we do have a Patreon, and um, no worries, you do not need to join it. But if you join it, by the way, you can go to our website, theguardianhub.com, and click on Support Us. And um, one reason why you may want to join it is because uh, you get a special private channel in the Discord, and you get some extra benefits, such as potentially renaming one of the uh, admins or whoever you want in the discord. Well, admins, let's put it that way, unless someone else agrees to it. <laughs> and, uh, but also uh, all we ask is right now we may have different levels down the road, but it's just uh, pretty much just $5 a month and you get all those benefits. Plus, you know, you're helping support paying for our hosting, our bots and these uh, little contests that are coming up. So we much appreciate it. Uh, if you cannot afford to join the Patreon, no worries. And this will continue to be a free podcast. And pretty much everything we're doing is open to everyone. It's just the Patreon's a little extra thing if you feel like supporting us. Indeed. Because again, like I said before, the only benefit Patreon's had was just a little extra thinking time on this contest. Yeah. That is true. So everyone has the fair chance. But there's that slight advantage that who knows if any of them actually took advantage of. I don't know. I tossed it out there. <laughs> but yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> Fantastic, Kato. Fantastic. No, you don't need to think of anything, Kato. You're just part of the people that help support it. <laughs> <laughs> right. Okay. Well, we'll get we'll get those going soon. Uh, I don't know if we have any other immediate um, items of business, so uh, we can move into what have we been doing? Um, uh, Des, I want to start with you. Destiny or other games? Anything notable you've been playing the last week or doing in game? Uh, 
Jeez, I haven't been doing much of note. I'm just going to say that. I'm, I've been playing Yu-Gi-Oh! And, and stuff. I mean, uh, I kind of lost internet for a little bit, but don't worry, it's coming back. But that's fine, because I was kind of meh on Solstice. So I'm not really losing anything as long as we can get things back before it's over. Then I'll be fine. Um, but as long as I have, like, just a, even just a few days. Yeah. I really don't see me like hard grinding anyway. So, like I said, nothing super lost. All right. So, yeah, I mean, I mean, I, I'll, I haven't done too much of Destiny either, but, uh, right. Sin, right. first, uh, anything interesting? I, I, you have some things to announce in Destiny. I think I have quite a few things to announce. Uh, this week was kind of, I've been talking about it for the last few weeks. The Vow of Disciple uh, raid title, you needing the Caretaker Challenge. I did finally uh, LFG it and get it done. Um, and logging in mostly every day while here on vacation with a laptop. Uh, internet's kind of crappy. Of course, I may sound a little different with the Bluetooth headset, but I got that done. Uh, but was able to knock out the Reaper title and uh, grind out the last view of the uh, containment uh, ritual events there. And I actually did a few GMs uh, with soccer and uh, Metal Giles the other night. So three GMs we knocked out. Well, let's see. What else? I feel like there's more. I'm missing it. Um, but I, it just feels like I've done a bunch. And and, and those were really the most difficult ones there, just getting those done. I did, I did finish the uh, Solstice title for Flamekeeper as well. I've not gilded it yet, but we'll be done with that. Uh, yes, uh, thank you, uh, Lady Sin. The sword from the dungeon, I was able to get that the other night. Uh, for me and Salt both, it's uh, popped that one run. Nice. You've been playing Destiny more than vacationing. Got it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, between uh, it's Destiny, Pool, and Destiny, and dinner and food and drinking all of it yeah <laughs> and uh yeah this week hasn't been as interesting to me uh destiny wise i always log in at reset or you know if i'm not doing a remote job or out doing a job but at least sometime shortly on tuesday to see what's going on there wasn't too much in the store uh the, it's the last weekly seasonal challenge week 10 and there's only three things to do this week i worked on that a little bit uh, I crafted a weapon, a haunted weapon. It was a previous week's challenge. I finally, for uh, I just ended up doing the rocket launcher because that one's super bump in the night because that one is super easy to um get the red frames from. You just take it into uh containment and within a phase or two, you have it done. So I bought the last two that I needed to get five of those and just crafted a basic version of it. You know, down the road, maybe I'll spruce it up with the enhanced perks, auto-loading or Vorpal or Chill Clip or whatever I want on it. And uh, But it was mostly to get one of the seasonal weekly challenges done. And I'm like, okay, yeah, I'll craft something again. It's been a while. Right. And uh, hopped in a Vow of the Disciple raid and uh, still looking for the exotic there. I have over 50 runs. Of course, they're not all counted, you know, so, a lot of times there are multiple character same week or or pickup groups or things like that, but it's okay because you know most of the time 
I get the Raid Exotics fairly easy within 20 runs or so. And this one's not like super exciting right now. And I know I'll get it eventually. And I raid so much that it's no sweat on my shoulders at all. But it is kind of funny. The two things this season I'm missing, well, for several seasons now, I'm missing that raid exotic for the Val of the Disciple raid. But also, I haven't been able to find an elusive uh, 1570 helmet to get Pinnacle oh, Cap on my Warlock. And admittedly, I haven't been trying that hard. There's plenty of Pinnacle sources I miss out on each week. But it is still kind of funny that I still probably hit at least three to five or more. That's probably like the minimum because I usually raid once a week, like Vow or something. So that's like four chances there or what well i guess it's, i know it's not a helmet every time but still my point is it's still kind of funny even i don't have that yet so hopefully i'll get that in the next few weeks before the season's over <laughs> and then i can reset again yay so you're what like seven years late but you're finally feeling forever 29 yes i'm forever 15, <laughs> 69 <laughs> yeah, that, that that was the issue for so many people was the helmet from Atheon on hard mode. Yeah, although they're probably, again, trying harder than me. <laughs> like this week was, I think, the first and only time I got the pinnacle for the three strikes this whole season because I've done a strike or two. Well, there was maybe one other time I did the three strikes. Uh, funny enough, I've been doing more Crucible this season, uh, mostly just... The weeks where it's like mayhem or uh banner banner yep banner of course that's right so banner had plenty of opportunities too and i didn't get a helmet there either well it might have hmm. been before i was at 69 or 70 probably but anyways it's okay we're, we're getting closer today as we record it's the 28th and our new season is coming up august 23rd and there's a lot that's going to be happening on that day there's a lot happening on the 23rd. Yes. And we'll we'll know several things. And then one of those things leads into something that's going to be happening on the 26th also. <laughs> Which I guess could be part of the TWAB if, if we want to go into that. Uh, Real quick, I did forget to mention Fubla was there when Salt and I got the exotic. He was calling me out in chat and I did not want to miss him. So thank you. Hey, thank you for Love letting you us know, Justin. <laughs> <laughs> no, shout out to you. Uh, yeah, so um, we have some interesting things in the TWAB, so we definitely should go over some of those. Are you sure? I'm sure. This, you don't want this, to, I will. <laughs> no, this is a touchy subject, and uh, yeah. I have a very different take on this subject than the rest of the community at large. And by that, I mean the vocal minority on Twitter. <laughs> I have years of experience on this subject. And my chance or my stance has changed 0% in those years. So let's talk twop. Let's talk. All right. So first and foremost, raid date. They're not telling us what it is. Surprise. It's redacted. Um, but we will know the 23rd, right? Yeah, yeah. Yes. That's one of the th yes. many things we're going to find out on the 23rd. Yes, we are finding out the 23rd what the raid is. Kings Fulton. Um, more than likely. Still hoping for the other? 
but come on. Um, but yes, it is redacted. It will go live. We know when it goes live. It will go live. 10 a.m. Pacific on August the 26th. Three days. Which is a Friday. Yeah, and only three days later. Three days after the season starts. But of course, to be fair, it's actually not that difficult uh, of a thing because just like whenever they reintroduced Vault, you've got to jump through hoops like a circus monkey in order to get that day one clear. Contest mode. Everyone's favorite thing ever. Contest mode. We'll be active for the first 24 hours. Uh, you will need to be 1560 power to be at cap for all of the encounters. That's actually not too bad, because I think, what, 1560 is not even our current cap, right? Because it's 1570 is cap. Yeah. So, yeah, that's actually really good. So, unless you haven't played at all for the last several seasons, you're probably already there. Yes. Yeah, so. Uh, I mean, good lord, even if you played as little as me, you, you can hit 1560. I mean, come on. Um, I say as little as me, but anyway, okay, let's, uh, moving on. Yes, but clearing the raid with contest mode active will be step one, just like Vault, whereas after step one, you will have to beat the challenge mode. And just to make sure you're following, like, doing the challenges, if you miss a requirement for challenge mode or you fail a challenge, you will wipe and have to do the encounter again. Everyone's favorite thing. So, yeah. That's the raid. When it's coming. And I'll probably be avoiding it for the first 24 hours. Just saying. Yes, I am... I officially kind of made a decision this time and maybe something will change, but I kind of was thinking I don't even care to try the first day. Uh, yes, it'll be super exciting if it's Wrath, but I can wait a day and I'll feel much happier going in more chill with a group of buddies on Saturday and actually have a fighting chance of getting it done in one 24-hour period or however long we happen to want to be in right. it versus on Friday and maybe getting through an encounter or two and getting stressed and upset with each other and blah, 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 and all this stuff. So, yeah. Right. Um, I might be waiting till Monday. Just saying. Because <laughs> I know yeah. for Vault, they extended challenge mode until it got beaten. So. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I hope it does. But, yeah, the assuming challenge mode does stay at the 24 hours, that's why I was saying yeah. Saturday. You know, oh, yeah, hopefully yeah, yeah, can yeah. open Saturday. Yeah, but um, but yeah. So there's that. Like I said, I yeah. Uh, Monday will probably be my earliest uh, attempt at taking a crack at this returning raid, um, which is probably going to be King's Fall. But we're of course all hoping for wrath. This is hilarious. This has been this this little saying's been very stretched right. out. <laughs> it will right. be stretched out until the twenty third now. Exactly. Hey, we have an end date of how long this joke is going to run, okay? But <laughs> <laughs> the end the end is inside. Yes. Um less than thirty days, just saying. All right. <laughs> so here, here here's the fun part. Matchmaking. This extraordinarily fun topic. Um 
that I, again, am at kind of a polarizing consensus. Um, TLDR, essentially, though, uh, season 18, they are going to be introducing loose skill-based matchmaking into a few Crucible playlists. Maybe a few, maybe one. Who knows? I actually didn't catch exactly which ones are going to go for it. Um, but there are going to they are going to be starting to implement loose, ill based matchmaking. In just control at first. Okay, it's control at first, but I do know they are going to be widening that out. Oh yeah. Um, will there be connection based uh, playlists? Who knows? Um, it would be cool if they kept some kind of playlist for connection-based, but it has always been like my idea that yes, if especially if you're someone looking to get better in PvP and looking to improve or stay better or whatever, your best learning advantage is going to be in skill-based matchmaking. Um, <laughs> Drafty does ask a roundabout interesting question. Uh, loose matchmaking. So does that mean a guarantee score at closing time? <laughs> Maybe. Um, but no, loose match, loose skill-based matchmaking, they don't want to go pure skill-based matchmaking um, because that's going to take way too long. <sighs> the, basically, the again, part of the TLDR, this entire conversation, which is a, it's a very huge part of this. This is actually like a meaty twob. With this part, I had to skim through a bunch of it. Um, but I do get, like I said, just because of conversations in the past and now, I do get a lot of it. But um, they're going to be trying to find like that sweet spot between skill-based and connection-based. They don't want to go pure like skill for skill. Um, because again, we might get 10, 15, 20-minute matchmaking times just for a crucible match, and nobody wants that. Um, so they want... Uh, probably, I think they said the most, uh, what, like around like a five minute at most matchmaking time, essentially, maybe topping out at 10. Actually, no, 10 was bad. Anyhow, but yeah, so definitely a sub 10 uh, matchmaking time, but still they want to start grouping people of closer skill together. Uh, because again, like, you know, new lights, if, if you're brand new, to a shooter and hopping into this game and the current state uh, as the crucible is right now, um, it is highly possible just based on your connection uh, to match against someone like True Vanguard or Kami Kicks or all these other crucible wizards that's going to pop your head off in about 15 blue million ways before you even know where they're coming from. It can happen. Okay. But yeah. And and so what that, is what am I missing with you saying having a different opinion? Because uh, I am pro skill based matchmaking one thousand percent. Oh well, I th yeah, I feel like most of <laughs> these communities are. It's it's the no, no, uh, no, it's no, the streamers and the <laughs> no yeah yeah that's why I did separate the vocal minority in part of gotcha, that because that's gotcha. that's where I've butted heads with heads with people a lot is. Uh, like the people on Twitter, essentially. And yes, the you have your, you know, your top 1% guys that us, 
that, oh, you know, I don't want to sweat every match. Well, sorry, either stay good or get out. I mean, I don't care. Um, yeah. <laughs> but no, for for the majority of the population, skill-based matchmaking just it just makes sense, right? I mean, that way you're not going to feel awful. Um, they go in-depth. Um, the fact that they're already like tracking essentially skill ratings for people. Um, and those skill ratings essentially are your end of game results. Like what you get points for in the crucible game. I mean, a lot of what I've read is basically, uh, the same stuff that they're tracking into this, uh, skill rating that they are, of course it's Bungie. So they're the source. So they're going to have like the purest of numbers on this. Um, but essentially, they have the bell curve. They have all these like skill uh, readings on people uh, based upon not only your kills, your deaths, assists, but also things like capturing objectives uh, and all this, that, and the other. So there's there's a whole bunch of statistics and science that they're going into this, and they're definitely like using these numbers to their fullest capacity, or at least we'll be trying to. Uh, to find a good sweet spot, exactly like Cato said, uh, trying to lower skill disparity. Um, so again, there's a bunch of good reads in here, um, but some of their goals, um, yeah, things that they're going to be looking at as they tune these mat these things, are things like matchmaking times. Um, yeah, they want to keep the average under two minutes, and under four minutes for ninety five percent of players. Um, no one will complain about that, right? And then, right, that's not bad. Yeah, and then, I, I mean, I think this sounds in theory pretty darn good. I mean, yeah. people can be like, okay, it's past four minutes. We're probably just gonna have to match with whoever. But then that's better than not getting anyone, right? I mean, exactly. I guess you could just leave at that point, and then there might get a lot of people leaving if they really want to keep it skill based. So I could, I guess, see that potentially being a problem. But yeah, um. Another thing that they're looking at as they start tuning things is uh, the mercy, <clears throat> the mercy games. They say right now uh, mercy rates vary based on the map. Uh, some are as low as five percent, and some are as high as twenty-five percent. Jesus. Um, they want the number of mercy games to be under five percent on all maps, but of course they don't want it to be zero. Uh, so. They will be looking at certain things there as well. Uh, they'll be looking at final score differentials, and they're definitely going to be trying to tune less variance between the top player and bottom player, where they say right now 5 to 10% of matches have the best player scoring 30 to 39 or more kills than the worst player in the match. And 50% of matches have the best players getting 20 to 29 more kills than the worst player. So they don't want that. Uh, they definitely want a less than 20 kill difference between the best and worst players, which, again, if you have such tight numbers, it's good close games, you know? Um, they don't want people to feel... They don't want the less skilled to feel... Oh, uh, underwhelmed or overwhelmed and feel like it's an impossible task to try and win or the fact that their win 
is entirely out of their hands, which let's face it in some games it is. Um, but they also don't want the best players to have to feel like all the weight's on their shoulders. So they're definitely looking at it from both perspectives, um, which 100%, like I said, I, <laughs> I agree with this entirely. Um, and they're also even considering fire team sizes. They're going to be looking into that and trying to like tune fire team sizes. So there's a lot of exciting stuff that's going to be happening in my book. Lot. Yeah, this this is. I mean, I'm excited to hop in and try this. Uh, I mean, it's finally coming back. When when was it? Two years ago when they switched and we had kind of had a. I feel like we had this conversation and like, okay, it's all going to connection based now. And I feel like a lot of the streamers were the ones that led that charge. And for lack of just using a funny hipster term, the streamers canceled the skill based matchmaking for us. (laughs) And and it's and I knew it would come back at some point. And because uh, Bungie tends to, I mean, you know, things go in well, circles. <laughs> exactly. But here's the thing, though. In this 12, at the very least, they're bringing out numbers. Like, I almost feel like they've probably upped their analytics and really started. Like, I wouldn't doubt if at the moment they brought in connection based is when they really started to dig deep on these numbers, you know, like really start tracking things. Potentially for that exact plan that, you know, for when they bring it back. Uh, Sin, why did you, why do you have nuts in your mouth in the Discord picture? <laughs> First of all, that is a squirrel, and I'm eating some awesome oh, uh, butter. You shouldn't have said anything. We just have to be people have to go back and view in in the Discord afterwards if they're listening after the fact. <laughs> <laughs> they're going to want to go back and look at it anyway. The thousands of messages later. <laughs> It'll give them something thousands, to go back thousands, and read. Whatever. Uh, but yeah, everything you said, Des, what they wrote in the in the TWAB is exciting news. Uh, it sounds like they're being very thoughtful on this. So I haven't I haven't uh, honestly seen too much people talking about it on Twitter so far, which is actually kind of good news because um, you know there's always gonna be some whinies and that's some weird. some coolness. And uh, I know that's kind of weird. Uh, I'll, I'll refresh here and look, but then again, the people I tend to follow are usually pretty cool. I only see the complaining things if they're like retweeting something or responding to something. Um, so maybe, you know, maybe there's probably some people that are good at Crucible that might have some concerns, but they don't want to voice them right now because it's probably an unpopular time to voice them because I bet a lot of people are... The average player is probably excited about this, and Bungie seems to be presenting it very well. They say they're going to go light carefully into it. Only one game mode at first. It's light skill-based matchmaking. They have opportunities to tune it. I mean, why not? This is definitely something that they should be doing. Oh, yeah, this is 100%. Like, we're definitely also going to... Like, I definitely do agree with some degree of connection-based, because, again... Like going to a connection based does eliminate a lot of like the uh, the jankiness that Destiny has had in Crucible in the past. So that's fair. Like, you know, you can't get a perfect skill based system without a whole lot of jank. So that's entirely fair. But no, yeah, I've always been, like I said, a huge proponent of just applying skill based matchmaking. So if this is finally the time 
where, like I said, the vocal minority, that top 1% can just shut up and let it happen. I am all down for it. And by the way, uh, I give uh, Lady Sin Brittany uh, carte blanche. You have my full permission to be crazy in this channel. <laughs> Not our other Discord channels, but this one, feel free. <laughs> welcome welcome um, to the chaos. <laughs> Maybe also, just while to, we're recording, though. I don't know. I'll think about it. <laughs> also, to answer the question, will connection base help pe with people who lag switch? No. Because uh, connection-based matchmaking only does its matchmaking as, of course, as you're initial, uh, starting the connection. So it's actually easier to tell when people are lag-switching in connection-based matches. So that is fair. But it's not going to help like stop it. In fact, I mean, the sweatier the matches get, the more tendency people are probably going to have to lag switch, to be honest. Because again, when things start getting on the line, that's when things start, you know, that's when some people start dipping towards the worse. So it is a give and take system. Um, but I mean, like I said, at the very least for the possibility of improving and getting better and just not seeing just awful blowouts. Um, again, like not having to dread to see some streamer name that you know is amazing. It's like, oh, he's on the other team. Fantastic. <laughs> um, I'm just I'm just in for whatever makes Crucible a better time overall. And skill base can definitely do that. Yeah. It's some fun news we had today. Uh it's it's really interesting, like you never know what little things they drop into the TWAB. And sometimes they'll give us hints ahead of time, like we're going to talk about Crucible something. But I'm trying to remember if we, maybe they mentioned something, but like, did we really know that this was going to be talked about? And all of a sudden it's like, oh, this is some really cool news to know ahead of time. No, no. The only hint I got was when you mentioned me, he's like, well, I guess we're talking about SBMM today. And it's like, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Like I said, I, I live off this conversation. I, I love it because I, I don't know. Like I said, I've never been part of a community that's definitely preferred or shunned uh, skill-based matchmaking. But again, mm -hmm. I, I, I definitely know, at least when it comes to, to the vocal minority, my views are entirely contrasting to what theirs are. Well, I'm interested to hear if anyone has any concerns about this, but my feel free and let us know in the um, podcast uh, discussion channel. But I really think like just from talking to people and seeing what people have posted, I mean, I know shout out to um, kill a monkey over in GDC. He was excited to hear this news. He helps with some analytics when they do scrims over there in GDC. And uh, he said that he sees this as a positive, and so uh, yeah. and he's one of those better players that could very easily, in theory, be on the bandwagon of, you know, connection-based. So uh, Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, but there's definitely, yeah, there's also definitely like 100% of those even higher skill that are on this bandwagon. It's just harder to hear them. Um, <laughs> Uh, my my favorite like claims to fame was uh, used to be whenever I would make one of these like skill based matchmaking hot takes on Twitter back when I actually used to post on Twitter, 
Um, I would usually get a like or reply from King Koala agreeing with me, which was great because he was amazing at PvP. Um, <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah, but I know other people specifically on a podcast that were kind of more against skill-based matchmaking. <laughs> if you know who I mean. Yeah, probably. <laughs> probably, right? Was it a massive uh, opinion? <laughs> a massive opinion. All right. <laughs> what else do we have in the top? Oh, the uh, Eternity one. That was the one that I didn't vote for. Yes. But I voted it in my mind. Yeah, yeah. If I would have voted, it would have been for Eternity. Um, so that's fair. Thirty-nine percent. Uh, it was. Yeah, it was <laughs> close, actually. Yeah. I mean, considering yeah, Eternity won with thirty-nine percent of votes. Widow's Court was in second with thirty-one, and then Rusted Lands was in third with thirty. Holy crap, that was a close vote. Yeah. And of course, another prime drop is coming, so if you're primed up, there you go. Um, nothing super interesting in the known issues that I've seen, other than certain things that are already known. Um, and of course, normal stuff. So Videos, wait, we have two cards. weeks after solstice right because it looks like the card expires on august 9th they said so then and then it's not till the 23rd till the new season yep dead game content dead drive. game what are we gonna do <laughs> <Dead> game. <laughs> there's no content forever Good thing um, we have a comp uh, contest going on with uh, try stuff. to keep you interested triumphs triumph score yeah Nobody cares. I care I a do. little bit for. I, I go for that. <laughs> so I okay. So last season I didn't care about getting my large bright dial. Bright dial. Bright. Whoa! Bright. Words what are dial? hard. <laughs> bright dust pile. Bright dust pile. There we go. <laughs> there we go. Uh, this season I'm going for it. Uh, been working on some interesting seasonal challenges. I did the one where you had to do solar effects kills in Vanguard playlists. Oh. I ended up doing Skyburners, just hip firing that, and you get the scorch with that. And he, okay, at first Fair. before I was doing that, uh, I was only like at twelve percent after trying for a bit, and then once I put Skyburners on, I got it done in like a strike and a half. <laughs> nice. It was easy, and. Um. I haven't even finished that catalyst yet, by the way. So it was good to oh, get a wow. few more cabal kills. I know I should probably finish that, but no one uses that these days. But I forgot it's actually right. kind of fun. I was running and I was like, "Oh, this weapon's kind of fun, actually." Yeah, it's fun now. Um, I've definitely keeps it every time they do like this, one of these cabal focused things. You know, like a uh, title season a little bit ago. Kept thinking like I'd see someone using it. I'm like, "Oh, I still need to finish that catalyst." Then I never do it. But yeah, shout out to um, uh, like soccer and uh, because well, I don't know if he's in the live uh, show, but I do want to do a GM just one this season so I can get that seasonal challenge checked off too. Yeah, I see him typing in uh, chat. He said we were talking about the GMs, and I said we did the three fairly easy the other day. And he responded very, very easy. So uh, yeah, definitely shout out to him again. Uh, great runs. Uh, but dead game coming up. No, uh, maybe we'll have something. Do you, do you think there's a chance uh, the last week we'll have something? I think it's less it's, than fifty percent. 
It's potential. Um, I'm prob, prob, depending on, on how my drops go. I might actually myself uh, take another step into GMs. Because um, I made a a very slow realization uh, that Kato will understand. Yeah, remember when they made that change to resilience and like they did a thing to it and then people were saying they did another thing to it but then I didn't believe they did the second thing to it because I just remembered that they did the first thing to it. Yeah, they did a thing they, they did a thing to resilience and it is super good now. Uh, like I said, I didn't cover it before in the patch notes because I read over the fact that resilience can increase your flinch resistance. And it's like, okay, I'm done reading that now. Without reading the fact that it actually adds PBE damage reduction. Which is massive. So massive to the effect that it can actually at 100 max out at a 40 percent damage reduction apparently in pve yeah 40 percent. i think i remember yep which is dumb i know i know it's and we're gonna regret this next season when it gets well no maybe it won't get changed sorry I'm, it's not like it's a seasonal mod but they still yeah change it's it. just how yeah it, they could drop because 40 percent seems like a lot and to be honest, I, I definitely do want to go up and try to get a 100 resilience build. Um, and I'm going to potentially hop into a GM and see how harsh it is uh, with this damage reduction. Because, I mean, I have a theory that this damage reduction, like if you can actually spec into resilience, this is actually like the one thing that could bring more people into doing GMs. Because, like, yeah. if you can just barely hit that power level, but you can actually get a hold of a high-resilient set, like, I'll see, like, how... Because I tried it before, like, around power level, and it was not fun. So, again, I do want to hit... I do want to try and get a 100 resilience build and then try again around power level and see how how much of a difference it can make because this could be huge for like in-game content yeah. and just like the casual audience, essentially. I'll tell you how noticeable it is. Like, especially us that have had the hunter resilience and is swapping to the stupid solstice armor, even just like in strikes, I was like, what the hell? Why am I dying so easily? <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm not playing as safe and I'm not on my 100 resilience armor. <laughs> I mean, that's because like I said, I, I didn't go into 100 Resilience because it's like, it's just flinch. That's all they did to it. But then I went back and read the patch notes and, and like, after mentioning the flinch changes, PvE damage resistance is like, oh, I stopped reading at flinch. Crap. <laughs> yeah, and, and how much it even makes the difference. You really need to go for the 100 because the 40% is so much higher than... Okay, even level 9 is pretty darn good, but the level 10 makes such a big difference, I'll tell you, because I'm on level 6 right now with my Solstice Armor because I didn't min-max anything on it. And the difference between 6 and 10 is night and day. It's it's not even yeah. a difference between 1 and 6. The difference is like in the 7, 8, 9, 10. That's where you really get it. So yeah, so yeah, yeah. I, like I said, I do want to... I do want to give me the uh, 100 build and 
like I said, I I want to see because if like if this can be the difference maker, I mean, there's a lot that can be put back on the table, like potentially challenge mode. Like it's yeah, at least possible. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Because one, the, yeah, way, I mean, <laughs> I mean, yeah, that, no, that's one hundred percent fair. It's just if because of the way. Like the challenge most works, it's like enemies hit harder and they're more accurate. Well, that just sucks. But if they're actually giving us a build craft capability of countering that like principle, that's just fantastic. Well, and of course, GM is basically challenge mode because you're always yeah capped at yeah. yeah well, because you you have to reach a power level that's beyond normally attainable. Yeah. And this oh, is to go one step beyond. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I, I definitely want to like, I want to feel that myself and I want to see how, how harsh, you know, from my, like I said, especially from my perspective, because I, I was not keen on GMs. I have not been keen on challenge modes. But if this can change my mind, then I have faith that this is the build that can probably change almost anyone's mind. On doing like a lot of this, uh, like true in-game content. So stay tuned for that journey. Yeah, because I think, yeah, there's so many things about uh, GMs, and it can be super annoying to just get like one shot by all the time by things here and there. So that the only way to stay alive is, I mean, placement should be the most important thing, anyways. And then oh, yeah. killing, killing things quickly is to come out almost like an orchestration of how to take things down. But at the same time, it's like, it would be nice to have a little bit of damage reduction where you can yeah. get things done and, and, and have, at least have a chance where like, okay, so the funny thing is that shows proof that people that GM a lot, even, even though, yes, it's an endgame activity, yeah, you, you got to do this, you got to be good at it. But still, most of the time, if there's a cheese or a better word uh, a spot exploit. to take advantage exploit to take advantage of the map or the boss that is always used in GMs it's like you have to because <laughs> why die when you can get the boss done easier yeah, well then that exactly. comes to my theory of like well then why are they making this so hard in the first place if <laughs> but well, I, I, mean, get it. Like, I get it it's some damage reduction yeah. would be nice <laughs> yeah I mean then that, that goes into the entire like cheese versus exploit like mentality anyway, um, which I think I described fairly eloquently in one of the discords. I don't even remember which one it was. Um, yeah, which yeah, anyway, but yeah, an exploit is just like it's it's going to be used. Like like you said, an exploit is going to be used. Oh yeah. Um, there are exploits that are of course are like malicious and damaging and. I mean, these are the things that are usually deservingly labeled cheese because it's like usually out of bounds or maliciously exploiting like AI pathing to give yourself a safe space, which even then isn't the worst of it. But, you know, um, but yeah, it's like I said in, uh, uh, in the example I gave in MMOs, there's a thing called kiting, uh, which allows a ranged character to run back and forth in essentially a circular motion um, or zigzaggy, you know, either way, a motion that keeps you safe and you're 
exploiting the AI's uh, aggro for you. So they keep chasing you and trying to hit you, but you're speedy enough to outrun them while hitting them with your strength. So, I mean, things like that will always exist and will be used because it's there and people are going to do it. And some of them aren't bad, but just make it far more possible to do a thing. So, yeah. Yeah. And, and of us three, Sin, you've hopped in a couple GMs. Do you feel like they've been any easier at all with the higher resilience that we have now? I mean, I'm not running 100 on my Titan, or I didn't when we did the three the other day. Oh, but I didn't find them really. That. Yeah, I mean, that's that. I was typing in live chat. I definitely need to go back and optimize. One thing I've never done so far, and I know people have done it. Or well, what do you have on your Titan right now? Do you not, have like nine or eight? Once, or? I'm not actually booted in the game. I'm not actually playing online. <laughs> okay. So this is a monumentous occasion, right? I wasn't sure my internet here could be able to withstand gaming and podcasting, so I went with podcasting. And uh, I have, I believe they're in the 80s. Uh, both my resilience and recovery are both in 80s uh, on that Titan build that I have. I did have it at one point at 100, but switching some stuff in some like items around, it, I never went back and did the min-maxing with it. But I really do want to go back and do that. I, for, I definitely have the materials to do it. It's not like I would be losing a lot by burning a bunch of armor and, and making some new armor sets. Um, but I felt that even at 80, they're doable. Like, I didn't feel like I was still getting one shot. Like, I would take a little bit of damage. Yeah, I still have a minute to back out or a second to back out and still be able to complete the encounters. Uh, for, the, for the most part, I thought it went well. Now, granted, they weren't what I think one of them is what the corrupted that you need for gilding. And I, I, maybe I'm thinking of a different one. But anyway, I, the three ones that we did, one was on the EDZ. One was the one on this rotation this, uh, this week. Um, oh, man, I ran that one so many times. One with the Servitor. Um, the EDZ, and then there was one other one I can't remember. But, yeah, Warden. Those ones we did were yeah. pretty easy. Okay. Yeah, I'm curious to hop into. I, I am definitely before the season's over because I want to get at least yeah. one done for the seasonal challenge um, and get a feel for yeah what I think about this. Also, I I kind of have a feeling. Yeah, didn't someone also say something will be easier this season? Were they talking in reference to GMs also? I think uh, I remember Mo saying that he was building into high res, and I think he's one that usually. Kind of oh, yeah, dives into dungeon. gyms when he's capable of. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, which Mo saying he was building into resilience is one reason why I went back and checked because Mo usually doesn't operate off of false intel. So, yeah, and, and, and yes. it's probably a solo <sighs> dungeon. Yeah, because resilience and classy restoration, boy, that can yeah keep you alive. I, I was doing a little bit of solo dungeon the other day. Yeah, staying alive wasn't so hard. I just need to find an optimization now while I do better DPS because I did not want to be even the first counter boss. It was like, I'm going to have to like five or six phases. I'm like, I'm out. I got to figure out a better. <laughs> <laughs> and even with that many phases, even with good resilience, you have a chance of dying. You know what I mean? The right, longer you exactly. extend it. So. <laughs> 
Um, and on a side note, Brittany, stop trying to make a betcha thing. It's never going to be a thing. Okay. All right. Oh. <laughs> 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 uh. Well, no, those are some good discussions on the resilience, uh, the, what we're doing. Um, we're, uh, there's a dog being pushed in the discord in the picture, uh, getting distracted by all that. Uh, no other live updates from sin because you aren't playing the game, huh? But live update in the channel. Live update, live update from, uh, OBX. It's dark out and I don't really want to go outside and vape. Uh, because there is still a huge ass spider out there, and I really don't like. Come it. on! <laughs> what do you think? The second okay. you're gonna go out, it's gonna chase you. Just kind of. This thing is huge. Like, so and it I don't matter. Mean, it like, move. doesn't mean it can move fast. It's gonna like attach onto you. Okay, I still. It's a no. I don't do spiders. That's one thing I don't do is spiders. Like, well, I didn't tell you to do it. <laughs> I just told you to <laughs> go outside and. Try to remember approximately where it was and just casually walk somewhere else. It's I deal. know where it's at, but that just makes me believe that there are much more of that size of spider around. Okay, so I guess someone's <laughs> going to have to rescue you. We're going to have to get the fire department to get you out of there. Come tomorrow when you have to go out. We're going to have to. There's going to be a moat of fire around this house before I leave. <laughs> uh. <laughs> As he said, who cares how big the spider is? You can get superpowers from it. I was getting ready to type it out, but I'll just tell you all. I totally told my boy that. So, well, at least if I get bit, I can become Spider-Man, right? <laughs> yeah, careful though. If he was, was he the age to take that seriously, or <laughs> he, he does like Spider-Man. Uh, Me just kind of try to go ahead like he, it, but... he gave, no, no, he won't. Like he's young. It's still impressionable, but he won't go out and have a spider bite him. He does not like bug bites, so. Oh. <laughs> well, well, we we will uh, hopefully have Sin with us next week on the episode also. For all these listening, uh, stay tuned to see if Sin is still alive. Right. If not, <laughs> if not, then oh, uh, not make that one sin zero. <laughs> right. Pet cemetery cat. Uh, should I retell my story about the one in my yard no, that I no. had to bag? You, you don't need to want to go there again, Gato. <laughs> he didn't tell you to tell the story again. He was just wondering how it compares. <laughs> uh, I think, uh, yeah, I think Pet Cemetery Cat is worse than the spider. I don't know. I'm not really concerned about spiders. I, I guess I get it, but I don't want them like crawling on me, but like. If one or two I bump into and crawl me a little bit here and there in my life, I'm not going to freak out about it. I don't know. Just me. Caters <laughs> again. It doesn't face him, but we can tell it again. <laughs> or how about no, you, you can tell the story written out in our uh, Patreon live chat or the live chat. Yep. Okay, I'll leave the uh, the sloshing goodness. <laughs> Of that story to imagination. <laughs> well, uh, people listening to oh, the show, crap. let us know. Yeah, and if you have something else, uh, let us know what you want to get done in the rest of the season, uh, especially if you need a group up. Any dungeons, raids, crucible stuff, post post in the um, group up channel, and we'll try to help you out if, if you need a group up.
I mean, yeah. that'll give us something to do for the next month-ish. <laughs> right. <laughs> True story. Or at the very least, suffer the solstice grind with other people. <laughs> yes. Can be a thing. But no, uh, watching Sin's uh, meme here, or GIF, rather, um, reminded me that um, the history happened um, not that long ago. Uh, <laughs> uh, the fact that at, what, 77 years old, uh, Vince McMahon has retired from the WWE. Oh, wow. Which, yeah. Yeah, of course he's under uh, investigation for potential sexual misconduct and uh, paying people company money to keep quiet about said sexual misconduct. <gasps> but, yeah. Um, the day we thought that wrestling fans thought would never happen has come. Vince McMahon has actually stepped down and retired. Uh, so if you have not watched wrestling since the good old Attitude Era, the days of Stone Cold and The Rock, might be a decent time to start maybe like looking into it because it might actually get pretty decent again. Just saying. <laughs> so speaking of uh, Stone Cold Steve Austin, <laughs> uh, this one um, Burning Wing might actually appreciate. I was telling my wife that I really need to get a pair of jorts. Wait, how's that related? Stone Cold Steve Austin wore jorts uh. while resting. I don't know. No, 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 no. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. No, you Nimrod. He wore black wrestling trunks. Don't talk to a wrestling fan about wrestling things. He may have wore wore his shorts in a couple of matches, but he was known for black wrestling trunks, not jorts. You're thinking of John Cena that made a career out of wearing jorts. Thank you, Zebra Cakes. Look up John Cena, Sin. That is one Stone Cold Steve Austin. Yes, that's what he wore outside of wrestling. He wore black trunks while wrestling. Hold on. Doing some live research here. Was it the... uh... (sighs) Yes, do the live research. He's been watching wrestling for the past 20 years. But he still wore them. Doesn't mean he... Just saying, he wore them. Didn't mean he necessarily wrestled in them. But... I do see that the the black speedo. Yes, it's not a speedo. It's wrestling trunks. Jesus, <laughs> speedos are far different. Yeah, speedos are I shorter. It on speedo. <laughs> speedo, speedos have less hip speedos. length than those. If you get what I'm saying, seriously. I mean, no, it's not much different, but it's still different enough. Okay, <laughs> it's like the difference between a thong and a regular bikini. Okay, <laughs> there is a difference. Okay. <laughs> there's a difference. There's a there's a difference for sure. The you know, a couple inches here and there can make a difference in different ways. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think you can do anything but laugh. I I can't top that. <laughs> I mean, right? Like uh, for for a female uh uh bottom swimwear it can be quite a big difference a few inches here and there where the it's considered what, normal bikini, uh this or that, G-string. <laughs> right. Oh, man. All right. <laughs> Where, what are we doing? Yeah. I don't know. This is, this is going off the rails very quickly. 
<laughs> if we don't have any other Destiny news, we might as well finish up. I uh, I was l- waiting for one piece of information to come to me as confirmation, but Uh-oh. it's not 1,000%, but I will still mention it because it just didn't finalize, but they said it would happen. Um, but I'll, I'll say that during my sign-out. Uh, so, Des, where can people find you? Uh, you can find me, of course, at on uh, Twitter, Des underscore Raven. Yeah, that's the place. Jesus, I do not. Ooh, brain's failing me now. Um, so yeah, you can find me there on Twitter. Um, running gag. I still don't have Twitter. Um, you can of course find me on the Discord and uh, in the Discords and doing things. Sin, please save me. <laughs> I will save you. You can find me over on Twitter at Sin underscore Media. Sin is C Y N. And on OnlySins.com, which is not a thing yet. Or over in Discord, next to you two lovely gents. Kingsley, so fetch Mac, where can they find you? Well, this is a perfect segue. So speaking of things that are not officially a thing yet, I was going to say, you can now find me in all the places as Kingsley Mac. So I talked <laughs> to Twitter, I put in a form, and I'm going to be getting the Kingsley Mac name they told me in an email today, finally, after much back and forth forms being filled out, proof that I own the Kingsley Mac domain, which I do for my website and my email, this and that, this and that, I finally got an email back a few hours before the podcast recording saying that they will give me the Kingsley Mac Twitter handle so I don't have to be McKingsley on Twitter. <laughs> but it's not You're saying yet. you are Kingsley Mac anywhere and everywhere? Yeah, anywhere and everywhere. Uh, so the the Kingsley Mac person on Twitter, by the way, joined April 2013, never did one tweet. Uh, the the username was Kingsley Mac, but the name they had was McDonald, McDonald but spelled weird like McDonald. McDonald. <laughs> and uh, so... Uh, I don't think they're going to miss it. But anyways, uh, I figured I would try. I wasn't expecting to get the name, but Twitter Twitter, uh, Twitter said, sure. Yeah. So so you heard it here first, folks. Uh, Kingsley is ruining people's Twitter career. I am. Yep. He's a headhunter. Watch out. I <laughs> guess it kind of has to do with those things, too. Remember where uh, I had this idea way back in the day when uh, being a tech guy and all, um, buying up domain names. You know, like before big companies got them, uh, people would do that with like big names. Like, I don't know of specific examples, but like Coca-Cola or McDonald's or things like that. And then there definitely yeah. became a point where the U.S. made some laws saying that, well, if you're an actual company and can prove you own that business name, then you can kind of take over the domain. Um, but that didn't happen right away. So some people did become rich off of selling domain names. <laughs> so... And, and it was always kind right. of like a, it didn't happen every time. But yeah. I heard that Twitter would consider it. And I feel like I tried this once several years ago. And they're like, no, screw you. You can't do anything about it. But then I looked, I don't know if they changed a policy or whatever. And then I looked at their thing and it said, well, if, uh, if someone, if you have a domain that actually is the exact same as the Twitter name, you can try and, and go for the uh, thing. And I think also because the guy's not contesting, it's an easy win for me. So, nice. Yep. So soon, anywhere and everywhere as Kingsley Mac. 
That's a very long sign out. Sorry about that. But you can find our show anywhere and everywhere as The Guardian Hub, either on Twitter or our lovely website, theguardianhub.com. That's Tom on the next. Thank you, Sin. Thank you, Des. And thanks, everyone, for being in the live chat who participated and everyone who's listening to this on your podcast app of choice. And we will talk to you again next week. Have a good one. Stay fetch. And those John Cena, I wouldn't even really consider those. I know they're jorts technically, but I think of like the new hipster style where they're shorter and they're kind of like ripped at the bottom and they're kind of like thigh length. These are like the traditional jean shorts that I even probably wore in the 90s, early 90s, right? We're talking about this this is still how I wear my jean shorts. Right? (laughs) Jean shorts and jorts are two different things, right? Uh, Let's hear from Burning Wing. Are they two different things or are they the same thing? Jean shorts and jorts. (laughs) Same thing. Same thing. I feel like the jorts are the idea is ripped jeans. <laughs> I no. know it can be the same thing. Jean shorts, jorts. No, I know by the name, but then why did they change the name? And every time I see a picture of jorts online, they usually look like they're tighter and they're just ripped <sighs> jeans. Usually, that's how I see it. But I mean, I that could also be a fair. Oh, there's a difference. Oh no. What what Philip said, Jinko's. That's what John Cena's wearing right there. Jinko short jeans, weird. Do you remember? I'm seeing the janty now. I'm seeing the janty now. Thank you. I never owned a pair of Jinko's, but I've had friends Mm -hmm. with Jinko's. Yeah, I always wanted a pair of Jinko's, but I I found out later in life how. I found how expensive they were. It's like, oh, yeah, never mind. <laughs> yeah. Well, you gotta think there was enough fabric there for like four pairs of jeans. <laughs> I mean, yeah, fair. <laughs> I had a friend where I could probably literally crawl into his jean leg. I've seen it. Right? And I'm no small dude, so. <laughs> if anyone needs some janties, there you go. Oh God! Janties, what the crap is? Oh God, Jesus! <laughs> Janties, you know what? <laughs> John, what is a John? <laughs> Maybe it's a John. I mean, Maybe instead of a Janty. <laughs> um, um, I mean, wouldn't those also just be Daisy Dukes? Kind of, like right? A little <laughs> more than just Daisy Dukes at that point. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Daisy Dukes has a little more material, right? We're talking about a couple inches here and there. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, Considering, like, she might actually be the poster person for jorts if they are, like, ripped jeans, because, I mean, I think <laughs> most of hers was indeed ripped. Yeah. Uh, or at least right along the edges. Anyway, yeah, the yeah. Cena ones look like skater shorts, too, like Frenzy wrote. Uh I mean, definitely I had some like those that were like super long and baggy.